Hello, everyone. Welcome to our podcast show, A Thousand Wise. I'm Shanting. It's early spring in China now, a season for blossoms of various kinds of flowers. I know to people of different countries, they'll have their unique kind of flower as the representative of the spring season. For example, for the Japanese people, of course, it is sakura, the cherry blossom. For the British, maybe the yellow daffodils. While、well, for the Chinese people, although it is true that there are several kinds of flowers that can be regarded as the season's representative flower, but I'm sure the peach blossom is always on the list of most people. Peach blossom always contains some pleasant messages, partly thanks to an ancient article written by Tao Yuanming, a literati of the Eastern Jing Dynasty, about 1700 years ago. Once he wrote a poem about peach blossoms, as well as a preface. The poem didn't get quite popular, while the preface becomes a classic. Entitled "Tao Hua Yuan Ji," which could be translated as "Peach Blossom Spring," "Peach Blossom Land," or "Peach Blossom Shangri-La," this article, based on a story about the experience of a local fisherman, links the reality with the dreamland. And shows the author's ideal of pursuing a better life by describing this peaceful, happy, free, and equal life in the peach blossom Shangri-La. The article has become a masterpiece work of Tao Yuanming, and the term of Tao Hua Yuan, or the peach blossom land, turns into a symbol of utopia in the Chinese people's mind. No wonder. The peach blossom can always bring a pleasant and delightful image and imagination for the Chinese people. But to talk about the peach blossom, I think we have to start from the tree of peach. The peach is a deciduous tree native to the region of northwest China, between the Tarim Basin and the north slopes of the Kunlun Mountains, where it was first domesticated and cultivated. It bears an edible, juicy fruit called a peach or a nectarine. Although its botanical name, Prunus persica, refers to Persia, from where it came to Europe, genetic studies suggest peaches originated in China, where they have been cultivated since the Neolithic period. More recent evidence indicates that domestication occurred as early as 6,000 BC in Zhejiang Province of China. The oldest archaeological peach stones are from the Kuahu Chow site in Hangzhou, the capital city of Zhejiang Province. Archaeologists point to the Yangtze River Valley as the place where the early selection for favorable peach varieties probably took place. Peaches were mentioned in Chinese writings and literature beginning from the early first millennium BC. As mentioned above, the earliest written documents in China writing about the peach appeared in the Book of Psalms, an ancient Chinese classic of poetry, compiled more than 2,000 years ago. There's such a line describing the peach that is familiar to almost every Chinese: "Tao zhi yao yao, zhuo zhuo qi hua," meaning the peach tree is young and elegant. Brilliant are its flowers. Actually, this ancient folk song extols the just-married girl by the beauty of peach blossom, the sweetness of peach fruit, and the luxuriance of the peach tree's branches and leaves. 
Such a record about the peach in the Chinese classic of poetry set a foundation for the tradition of the Chinese poems about peach blossom. Using it mainly as a symbol to match a beautiful woman, especially a young girl or a fair lady. But you may argue that there are so many beautiful flowers blossoming in spring. Why only the peach blossom enjoys such a privilege endowed by the Chinese poets? Probably we can find the evidence to explain it from one of the most famous poems of peach blossoms throughout the Chinese history. This is the poem written by Cui Hu. Which is entitled "Inscription at a Village South of the Capital." 去年今日此门中，人面桃花相映红。Today, last year, at this very door, girls' face and peach blossoms, each from the other, glowed. 人面不知何处去。桃花依旧笑春风。Nobody knows where the face disappeared to, leaving the peach blossoms in the vernal breeze smiling still. So you may have detected the peach blossom is compared to a girl's face. Such a comparison has been a common practice in the Chinese poetry, probably due to the unique color of the peach blossom. That is just like the rouge of girls' makeup in the ancient times, and that's why so many poems compare the peach blossom with human face, especially that of the girls or ladies. And such a comparison undoubtedly has created a special artistic association in the Chinese literature and nurtured a tradition in this regard. If we explore more on the cultural messages embodied with the peach plant. We'll find the peach wood also holding a special position in the Chinese cultural tradition. Peach wood is also known as dragon subduing wood and ghost frightening wood. In ancient China, it was the most widely used material to drive off evil spirits and ghosts. At first, people would put such peach wood onto their doors during spring festival. Gradually, the custom developed and turned into pasting spring couplets on doors as an auspicious practice to celebrate the new year. Having talked about the peach wood, how can we spare the fruit of the peach? In the Chinese tradition, the peach is a symbol of longevity. If you have ever got a chance to see some traditional Chinese New Year's painting or nianhua. You will probably see the image of the god of longevity holding a big peach. The peach, which is called as the divine peach, is believed to be able to extend the life of anyone who would have a bite of it. You know, in one of the four Chinese classic novels, *Journey to the West*, there is a classic scene that is well remembered by all the Chinese people. When Monkey King makes havoc in the heavenly palace. He ate a lot of divine peaches in the heavenly orchard, which, of course, brought him some troubles. Well, in the real world, though the peach would not have such a magic power, it is still one of the favorite fruits by most people. As early as in the Western Han Dynasty, when the Silk Road was established to connect the East and the West, peach had become one of those goods to be exchanged or traded. As we mentioned in the beginning. The peach is believed to have originated from China, 
Some agronomists believe that the peach was at first spread to Persia, and from Persia even further to the Europe. Later on, some new and better breeds of peaches were also brought back to China through the Silk Road, enriching the variety of peaches that served the Chinese people. So, in this sense, peach could even be regarded as an envoy of the cultural exchange between the East and the West. Okay, I think that's all for today's episode of A Thousand Wise. Hope you enjoy it. See you next time. <laughs>